Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs. With your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba, Bogman, and the Welsh. The On Deck Podcast is brought to you commercial-free by LineStar App, the number one top-rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. Well, welcome back, everybody. Friday edition of the On Deck Podcast. Hope everybody enjoyed opening day. It was a good one. You can find me on Twitter at Pediatric. Check out the LineStar app at all your app stores, Google Play and Apple, all that good stuff. Find the podcast on all your podcasting locations. Uh, if you go to Apple, give a rate and review there. That'd be much appreciated. You can also see these faces for radio on the LineStar DFS YouTube channel. So give that a subscription and a like. But my co-host tonight, as it was last night when we did great things, you can find him on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how we doing, man? I'm good. You know, the D-backs lost today, but they showed valiant effort. And I know, you know, it's silver lining bullcrap and all that stuff. Uh, but they did come back on the Padres to chase Darvish out uh, pretty quick and, um, you know, uh, made, made an effort at least. Cattell Marte uh, hit a bomb. They were the first team on opening day to ever hit four homers in an inning. So that's interesting, but still ends up in a loss. But I got my home run call, my pivot home run call. Pivot home because run call. J.D. Martinez and the Orioles and Red Sox were rained out. So I had to flip over. Uh, to uh, Will Will Myers for the Padres and a little self-deprecating, but also I just thought it was a good pick because yep. he has pretty solid numbers against Bumgarner in his career and it worked. Yeah, I liked Willie. I should have. I'm not mad about my pick, but uh, I had Will in two of my three lineups, so I was happy with that. But the stack of the Rangers and the Royals they only combined for 24 runs, so I, I hope <laughs> yeah. I hope that I hope that was good. Joey Gallo didn't go yard, but got you 25 points. So. Uh, I think we did good good for opening day, Bogman. Um, one thing I will say is most starters got shellacked, especially yeah. the aces. So that was one of those where, you know, at first you see one guy go down and another guy go down, you kind of get excited. But then when it's everybody, it's like, oh, well, <laughs> we, have an, we have an even playing field now because we've all just kind of got, unless you had Alcantara, who was outstanding, or Glass now. Glass now, I, I liked yesterday. So it, it was a rocky road other than that, basically. So <laughs> yes, uh, it, it was interesting. We'll have more fun today, but. You know, outside of the, the big Texas game, Colorado went off. Your D-backs, you know, the they had four shutout innings from the awesome bullpen from San Diego. So you guys did great against Darvish. You can't really get too mad about that. So all the offense was on the West Coast for the most part and then in Kansas City, which makes sense because we talked about weather and hitting environments. Um, any other takeaways? Because I'm not going to go game by game. We'll be here all day. But any other takeaways <laughs> from opening day? Uh, COVID sucks again. I mean, the yes. nationals and, uh, and the Mets canceled and that was like, that was the tweener game, yeah. you know, uh, to kind of hold this over with that one game between the early ones and the night ones. And it was just gone. So, uh, that was a little disappointing, but, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of bats and, and uh, you know, not, not so surprising to see the bats early in the season, uh, uh a little bit ahead of the pitching. So, but, uh, you know, uh, surprising to see all the home runs. But once again, you know, I heard Robert Flores on MLB uh, TV talking about it. It was just, why are we not having all of opening day in the South or in dome stadiums, right? Like, yeah. why are there snow games? Why are we even chancing it in Boston and Detroit? I mean, you know, Mickey slid into second base because he couldn't tell if the, the ball went over the wall, right? Because yep. of the snow. So uh, I, I just... The, the scheduling stuff needs to make a little more sense in the future because it's just not. And, I, you know, you want you want some of those traditional teams to 
start at home and everything. I get it. It especially rotate, but I mean, unless you're putting a dome on your new stadium, I don't know what you're doing. So uh, yeah. get it, get it corrected. It's as Jason Collette says, and many will echo the sentiments. If a new stadium is built without a retractable dome on it, it should never be built. Like, right. That, that should be an option for every stadium. When Minnesota built target field without a retractable stadium, someone should have been fired from their job. Yeah, like, I, I agree. Sense. And it's it's a gorgeous stadium. I've been to it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, it was July and I was called. Now I'm a, you know, <laughs> Arizona thin blooded wuss going up there. But, uh, you know, it, it, it was cold in July when I went for the all star game there to me. So I can't imagine in the playoffs and getting deep into the World Series or opening day and stuff that it's going to be, uh, you know, conducive to playing conditions. Well, with this goofy schedule, due to weather, they always have uh, most of those bad locations with an off day the day after, which we see looking at Friday's action. We have six games. Uh, the rescheduling of the Boston games, a day game, it's not on the slates. It's on. So unless you play, Fandle has an all-day slate if you want to do that. Uh, we talked about it last year. I, I wanted to run it back, too. I yeah, wanted to run it back with my Teddy Martinez call, but yeah. can't I hate, do it. I hate the all-day slates because you're playing with fire. The game goes early, and you have a big gap, and you hope everything – the guys are in the lineups later. It's 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 nasty. <laughs> you, you just want to avoid it. It's not worth it. Um, so we'll have six games to talk about tonight. Most of them are all pretty much Coors Field West. Uh, I looked at the weather. It's all looking pretty good. Low 70s to like low 60s. Not a lot of wind. No rain. No you snow flurries. Yeah, yeah, no snow flurries. Like things are beautiful. So let's just get into it, Bogman. Six game slate. Start with Tampa Bay, Miami. This one's, this one's on the East Coast, but hey, guess what? They have a dome. So um, Tampa Bay, Miami, the total is seven and a half. Ryan Yarborough versus Pablo Lopez. And one thing before I get your picks, very much stands out on this one. You have Yarborough at $8,300 on DraftKings, but on FanDuel, he's only 6800 For Pablo, 7K on DraftKings, 78 on FanDuel. We saw a pitcher's duel today. The total hints at another pitcher's duel. What, uh, what do you like in this game? Yeah, I mean... I think both pitchers are viable, you know, 7,800 for Pablo, 6,800 for Yarborough. Uh, but I don't like a lot of the hitting in this game. We saw it was kind of timid uh, in the game yesterday. So I think I'm going to avoid it for the most part. There are some deals, though, um, especially Satsugo uh, for uh, Tampa Bay is at 3,200 on DK, 2,600 on FanDuel. I think that's a pretty nice deal. And Jazz Chisholm, I know he's, uh, I, I think that's lefty lefty going, right? So, um, he, uh, but he has, I think, only 14 career at bats against a lefty, and he's actually hitting better against lefties. So, uh, if you're looking for a cheap option at 2800 and 2100 on DK and Fandle, respectively, I think those are the ones that I would take out of this game. Yeah, there's not a whole lot I like bats wise either. Um, Austin Meadows went deep on opening day, which is great to see. Lefties have had the most success off of Pablo Lopez. Lopez has been really good at home in his career as well. So it's kind of a catch-22. Meadows is 3,400 on FanDuel and on DraftKings. He's 41. Probably not the discount I'd be hoping for in that scenario. So pretty much for me, it's if you want to play for the pitchers, you can. I think Yarborough at 68 is a very good tournament play if you want to punt and get a lot of bats because we do have some really good spots to hit. Like um, Thursday's slate, there's mainly like three spots we kind of liked. I can make cases for a little bit of everything the rest of the night. So um, if you want to save money on Yarborough, get bats. You can definitely do that. All right, let's take it to Coors Field. Dodgers, Rockies, we have Trevor Bauer, Antonio Cincidello. Total is 11 and a half. Bauer's priced up. He's the high-priced pitcher on both sides. I can't go there. Are you intrigued yeah, to use Trevor no. Bauer in Coors? I can't do it. Not in Coors. You know, uh, obviously he is – 
uh, a great option, but um, he's and he's the most expensive option. He's the most enticing option, but I'm not going to take a pitcher in course. No, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm not doing it either. But the bats, uh, the Dodgers are priced up yet again, as they should be against Sensatel. A great matchup there. But the Rockies, just like on Thursday, uh, they there's discounts to be had. So, do you like any of the bats in this game? Of course. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Tapia is a good deal on the Colorado side, 3,200, 3,000, uh, respectively, for DK and FanDuel. And he's, you know, hitting leadoff like uh, we had mentioned before. So I think that's a pretty solid buy. I actually like some of the bats on the Dodgers side, though. I like mm-hmm. Pollock at 4,800, uh, 3,300. Nice deep discount on FanDuel. Uh, Lux had a good game yesterday, and he's cheap, 4,100, 3,000. Uh, Turner's not cheap. But uh, he is, well, he is cheap on FanDuel at 3500 So I think those are some. Pollock got the day off yesterday, but he's 7 for 16 career against Senzatella with a homer and uh, a decent amount of RBIs, you know, hitting 438. So uh, that's a lot of experience against uh, Senzatella and a lot of success against him. So I think Pollock's going to be in a lot of my lineups. Yeah, it's a great game to uh, pay up for if you want to. Senzatella, he looked good last year at times, but it's his Coors Field. This is the Dodgers, and they are priced up for a good reason. Uh, bets is 6,200 on DraftKings. That's hard to pay for, but I get it if you're stacking. I prefer saving a little bit of money to go to Seager and Bellinger. Still very expensive. But on FanDuel, um, I like the Tapia call on both sites. He's discounted. But on the FanDuel, you got him Lux at 3,000. Gives you some discount. Uh, Ryan McMahon at 33 and Sam Hilliard at 3,000. A couple other cheapies. But watch the lineups. The, the, the Rockies threw a curveball. They had Josh Fuentes batting second. They had Chris Owings playing for... McMahon, um, I believe that's because the lefty was on the mound, but just see what happens. Because I liked Hampson, still played him even though he batted seventh, still came through for us, but he's $2,900 on DraftKings, $2,500 on FanDuel, so you can get some exposure there. The last I- thing I'll mention, and then I'll give it back to you here, um, I wouldn't do it on FanDuel because I don't think you need to waste a catcher spot on the catcher's first base, but on DK, if he's in the lineup, he very well could be. Dom Nunez is $2,600. He's a left-handed bat, good offensive young bat. If he's in the lineup, that's a very good discount for Coorsfield. You, you know, what's interesting is uh, you mentioned Chris Owings and the very first time we talked when I was on your podcast, uh, I brought up Chris Owings being the minor league player of the year the year before, I think maybe 2013, 2014. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Uh, and, um, you know, you said, well, I was the MVP of my little league in eighth grade or something <laughs> like I, And that comment has stuck with me because <laughs> you burned me so good. So I uh, just you know, uh, replaying old, old stuff between you and me. So yeah, don't know if you even remembered that one. I do briefly. Yes. Cause I, I know I can make smart remarks like that. So <laughs> it definitely falls in the bank of, of options. I'll say that much. Uh, let's head to Anaheim, Chicago White Sox, Anaheim angels, uh, Dallas Keuchel versus Andrew Heaney, two lefties on the mound totals eight and a half on this one. This is where things start getting a little exciting Do the pitchers interest you at all in this one. No, I, I don't. I don't think I'm going to go with Heaney or Keuchel. I, I'm just. I'm not interested in their first start. So, uh, pass on those guys. Yeah, no pitchers here, but I am intrigued with some bats. I think the White Sox, a team last year, we targeted a ton versus left-handed pitching. I know Heaney. Uh, people love him. I seem to fade him all the time. So I think the White Sox are one of my. There's a couple pivots I like off of Coors Field, and the White Sox will be one of them. Uh, anything interest you in this game, bats wise? Yeah, I like paying up for the bats in this game. I like uh, Jose Abreu at 5,800 and 4,000. Uh, you know, he he has a couple homers. His two hits against Heaney are both bombs. So, uh, you know, I think that could be a pretty good one. Uh, Tim Anderson is uh, four for nine career against Heaney. He has a pretty good track record there as well. And then, uh, you know, I think I'm going to pay up for Trout a lot. Uh, 15 for four, uh, 46 
in his career against Keuchel. That's good for a 326 average. Uh, got a couple homers in there as well. So uh, I like to pay up for the big bats in the, these lineups here. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. I, I like the Abreu and the Anderson one-two punch big time versus lefties. Uh, Lou Bob's not bad, but $5,300 is tough for me to stomach if he's batting sixth or seventh again. I need him to move up in the lineup. I like Grandal to be a little cheaper because he's a switch hitter, and people just usually think lefty alone with him. But mainly, I like the Abreu-Anderson combo, but both both sides of this spectrum are priced up quite a bit. DraftKings and FanDuel did a good job of making this a competitive one to target. So if you are going in this game, you're going to need to save some cash. So that's something to keep in mind on that one. Let's head to Oak Town, Houston uh, versus the Athletics. Lizardo versus Christian Javier. Total's eight and a half on this one. This is where it gets entertaining. Lazardo's only $7,900 on DraftKings, a little more expensive on FanDuel. Um, are you looking to maybe get into the pitching department here? Yeah, but I think I'm. you could take either one of these guys, I feel like. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think I'm going to lean towards a cheaper option on Christian Javier in this game. Yep, yep. I don't hate it at all. I think they both have upside. Uh, we've seen swing and miss in the A's especially. Uh, the, the Astros usually don't, usually don't strike out so much, but Lazardo's got some light type stuff. So I have no problem here on DraftKings. You have Lazardo at 79, Javier at 65 on FanDuel. You have Javier at 7,000 Lazardo at 72 for me in that respect. I still go Yarborough on FanDuel is because I think he could probably give you the quality start over these two potentially, but it's all very relative and DraftKings though. I think you have a really good discussion with that being said, since we kind of like the pitching in this one, any interest in the bats? Yeah, there's some cheap options that I like here. Uh, you know, I, I like Mark Canna at 3,800 and 2,700, I think is a decent option. Uh, Elvis Andrus, if you're looking for that cheap shortstop, 3,100, 2,400 on FanDuel is a great deal. Uh, Yuli Gurriel, 3,600 and uh, 2,800 in this one. And he is three for five in his career against Lazardo. So pretty good track record there. Very few at bats. And, uh, you know, I might pay up for Chapman too. Um, but, uh, I think those, those are my options outside of the pitchers or those four. I think trying to get some pieces of Houston here will be a great tournament play. I wouldn't go all in because Lazardo can be lights out good, but we've seen at times with Lazardo when he's off, it gets blown up quickly. And that's, yeah. and, and the Astros have that kind of offense that can blow things up quickly. So I think if you want to get different in a tournament, if you're making a few lineups, look at some of these Astros that like the Bregman's Altuve's Correa's are priced up. But you mentioned Gurriel. He's always very good versus lefties. Uh, Brantley even hits lefties very well. So you get the lefty-lefty matchup that people will avoid. Look at that kind of part of the lineup to be a little different in that respect. And uh, you'll be surprised at the ownership. And if they go off, you'll be sitting very, very pretty. Now we head to San Diego, Arizona versus San Diego. And this, my friend, I apologize already. It's Merrill Kelly versus Blake Snell. The total's eight and a half. It's tied for our highest total on the slate outside of Coors Field. And it's going right back to the Padres well here. So uh, what do you like this? Are you going to pay up for Blake Snell or is it all about the bats in this game? It's all about the bats here. Yep. I mean, Snell's not a bad buy, but Fernando Tatis, uh, five for 11 in his career with three bombs against yep. uh, Merrill Kelly. So he is just the most chalky chalk buy uh, that, that you can find this week. So, uh, th But there's uh, some cheap options that I like here too. Eric Hosmer, also another uh, not 
inexpensive, but 4,800 on DK, uh, 3,500 on FanDuel, a decent one I like. But uh, I like some of these D-backs bats too. Uh, Christian Walker, cheap, 3,400, 3,000. Uh, Paven Smith, if you're just looking for bottom of the barrel, uh, I mean, obviously check to make sure he's in the lineup first, but 2,200 and 2,300. He's actually less expensive on DK than he is on FanDuel, which is very, very surprising. Um, then Cattell Marte is cheap, and I know it's because he's going to be hitting lefty and you take a lot of the power out of his bat when he gets on the left side of the plate, but 3,300 and 3,000 is a great deal, especially coming off the game that he had yesterday. And uh, Eduardo Escobar, 3,300 and 2,600, I think is a decent buy as well. So if you're looking for some cheap options, the D-backs definitely have some. Yeah, I like it a lot. I love the Padres in this one. I don't hate the D-backs. I think Hosmer at 48 is a very good one. Um, obviously, the big dogs, you mentioned Tatis. Like, uh, those guys are always in play. But uh, Hosmer, I love Jake Cronenworth at 3400 on DraftKings and only 2600 on FanDuel. I think that's an outstanding value in that one. If you're looking for some Padres action, Tommy Family's leading off against cheap as well. But for me, uh, for discounts when it comes to San Diego, that Cronenworth price, especially on FanDuel at 26, screams um, play me, especially in cash. So I'd be running to that one. But I like the idea of the Arizona side as well. Love Christian Walker, Cattell Marte. Like you mentioned, those guys are great. The uh, Pavin Smith call is very intriguing as well. The last thing I'll mention, two Padres that are cheap on DraftKings. Uh, if you're using catchers, I use them today on um, Thursday. Victor Caratini's 2,900. He's another nice discount. And if Jerkson Profar cracks the lineup, he's 2,900 on DraftKings. And on FanDuel, he's only 24. So um, coming from the left side of the plate, could get you another cheap piece. And if I can get Cronenworth and maybe Profar hitting side-by-side -side for a little two-man stack real cheap, it makes it easier to pay for maybe a Tatis or something. And, and make things really exciting. So keep that in mind when you're building those lineups on Friday. Last but not least, we head to Seattle. Giants, Mariners, Cueto, Kikuchi, over under eight and a half. And uh, DraftKings, I like to say once in a while they're drunk at the wheel. They are drunk at the wheel. I don't know if they got <laughs> surprised that um, it was originally supposed to be the fifth starter and Paxton was supposed to be number two, but they flip-flopped Kikuchi and Paxton. But Kikuchi's only 6K on DK. He's 75 on FanDuel. He's in play on both sides for me. I will have him in pretty much every DraftKings lineup. I don't care if the Giants hit him hard or not, but 6K with the strikeout upside, five to six innings, I cannot not play him. That's, uh, I'm sorry, Paxton you're going to have? Kikuchi. Kikuchi, okay. Yeah, because originally on Thursday, it was supposed to be Paxton was the number two, Kikuchi was the number five. Midday, they flipped them. So ah, Kikuchi is the okay, number two okay. now. So I think DraftKings got, fell asleep at the wheel on that one. I see. Yeah, yeah. That That is an absolutely good call. This game, uh, even though it's a high over, not too intriguing for me i like uh hanniger as a buy maybe uh i he's fairly fairly cheap at uh you know 3100 2800 i think solano is a decent buy too at 3200 2900 so uh, those are kind of my picks from from this game you, you like is is there a stack here at all yeah there is um cueto i get it he can do things from time to time that make you kind of scratch your head but he's going to give up runs and Seattle's one of those teams that they either go all or nothing when they play. And we saw it on Thursday night. They went a lot of nothing from the <laughs> most part versus Gosman. But if they get clicking, like Kyle Seager, he's a little more pricey on DK, which means no one's going to roster him. So keep that in mind. He's 47 on DK, but 3,400 on FanDuel is intriguing. But you have like the leadoff hitter in JP Crawford. He's 3K on FanDuel and he's only 4K, still a little pricey, but 4K on uh, DK. This might be more of a FanDuel type stack. Like you see what the lineup comes out as. Like Mitch Hanniger's 31, Crawford's 3K, a couple other cheapies. If Ty France is in at 26, I like that quite a bit. And then Taylor Trammell at 2,500 
on FanDuel is a very nice discount. Ty France 38 on DraftKings and on FanDuel. Trammel's way down there, I think. Oh, my goodness. Uh, He's $2,200. So, that, that's like, the Paven Smith area. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like even in cash, if you want to pay 22 for Trammel, uh, you can pretty much that, – that helps you afford like two big bats somewhere else. So little things like that. I, I like the Mariners as kind of the – not as much as I liked them, the Texas and Royals situation, but I do like some Mariners. All right, before the home run call today, quick reminder, go check out the Line Star app on the Apple Store or the Google Play Store. Go check that out, download it, have fun with that. Lots of cool stuff on there. Um, and then also go to your, I believe Apple's the only one you can rate and review on, but go to wherever you do podcasts. If you can leave a rate and review, that's great. Go to YouTube, subscribe, and like the video. That would help a ton. Bogman, if you're playing cash games on Friday night, Who's your favorite cash game pitcher? Uh, cash game pitcher, uh, it can't be Bauer. You know, it just costs too much. I'm going to go, I think, mm, Pablo Lopez. I think Pablo Lopez yeah. at 7,000. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I like Pablo. It's either Pablo or Yarborough. Basically, those two pitchers, you could have done that on Thursday, and you would have made like, it was like on DK at least, it was almost 60 points between those two. Um, it should be another low-scoring game. And in cash, you can play both pitchers from the same game. Don't recommend it in, in tournaments. In cash, you can't. So don't be worried about that. Um, if you're playing tournaments, though, what pitcher do you like to be a little different? Um, I, Christian Javier. I think I'm going to go with Christian Javier. I like that call. That's a good one. I don't mind that at all. I like Kikuchi quite a bit. I think he's mispriced. Uh, I'm also a big Kikuchi believer, so I ride and die with him a lot, more dying than than riding, but that's what we do. <laughs> hey, Velo's up. Velo is up in spring. I, I'm excited yeah. to see what he's got. And he didn't go to driveline, so check that out. Um when you're looking at stacks outside of the obvious Coors field, which we like, and um, we mentioned some plays there, what other places would you possibly be stacking up tonight? I, I think, you know, all these games kind of have, uh, they kind of have the, the same feel, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think um, I, I might stack the White Sox against Haney. I think that's what I would do. I love that stack. Um, and I like how you said it has the same feel. Like when we talked on Thursday, we circled like three games and one was Coors field and we kind of right. crossed everything else off. You could literally, like I said, after we talked about the very first game, Tampa Bay and Miami, you could make an argument for something in almost every game and be like, right. okay, I, I can see this happening. Um, so I love the White Sox call. That's a play we made a lot last year versus left-handed pitching. The other one I would I, I like is um, San Diego, obviously, but Seattle. I'll go to Seattle. I'll, I'll plant my flag there. It's not for the faint of heart. I'm warning all, everybody right now. We had a good Thursday. If you want to have a nice weekend, maybe play San Diego or Chicago. But if you want to be really, really different, Seattle's in play for me. Who? The most important part, actually. And remember, (laughs) they're going to tweet this out, the LineStar DFS, at LineStar DFS on Twitter. They will tweet this out, my pick, Bogman's pick, and Ryan Humphrey's pick. If one of us gets it right, if you retweet it, you get some free swag. Bogman's one for one. Ryan and I both had Gallo. Not so good. Who do you got tonight? I got to go first. Can can I go chalk here? I mean, it's just... It's just so obvious to me that Fernando Tatis is going to hit a bomb. Right? That's fine. It, it's just it. so obvious. I'm paying up for him. Uh, for me, it was between him and Trout. So I guess I'm just going a little chalky, but give me Tatis to hit a bomb off Merrill Kelly. I like it. I'll let that one go. Um, I'll go to Shy Town. Give me Jose Abreu taking Andrew Heaney deep. We'll go yeah. to that one. So uh, we'll play that one. You take Tatis, I'll take Abreu. There's a lot of good options tonight. As you can tell on Thursday, it does not seem like they're using a new baseball. 
Just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Lots yet. of home runs. I think they're still getting rid of some old balls, it looks like. So um, <laughs> any final thoughts, Bogman, as this will be our final episode until Monday, but it uh, should be a fun weekend of baseball and hopefully no rainouts. And if you have White Sox and Mets, this isn't a season-long show, but Godspeed because yeah. um, they're saying maybe Saturday, but they're not feeling great because last report I saw – the entire team is being quarantined right now. Yeah, Mets and Nationals. You said White Sox. That's yeah, what I meant. Sorry, Mets and Nationals. Yeah. Yes, Mets and Nationals. Yeah, I mean it, it. It's rough. You know, get if if you have daily lineups, get in there and, and change them. Obviously, we are in DFS, but if you have uh, them uh, in your regular fantasy leagues, get in there and change them too. So, uh, obviously, disappointing that we're going to see Degrom push back and Max Scherzer in their debut uh, push back. But you know, uh, we'll get it. We'll get it under control. And it's already better than it was last year. So, because uh, they would have just played through it last year and then got everyone infected. We saw that at the beginning of the year. So, uh, uh, good luck and uh, let us know if you make some money. We would yeah. appreciate hearing from you on Twitter. Like uh, Bubba said, at Bogman Sports for me, at BDN Trick for him. Yep, let us know. And then at Is It The Welsh, will be joining you guys next week. Uh, the, the Monday show will be Bogman and The Welsh. So That's right. You'll get, you'll get a taste of that one, and then I'll be back with you guys on Tuesday. But have a good weekend. Check us out on Twitter. Rate, review, all that good stuff. And for now, see you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support Casey Bubba Bogman and the Welsh by rating and subscribing. Good luck.